Hello, nerds. Curtis here from the Nerds and Love podcast. Before our episode starts, I want to mention our sponsor today, Adam and Eve. They are the internet's best place for sexy toys and lingerie. Is that ever in dispute? Now, here's the thing. You know, we don't want you going to a creepy store. You go to the creepy store, you got to go in there. People are looking at you like, why is this guy in here? Why is this girl in here? It's kind of awkward, right? Don't get that with Adam and Eve. They ship the item right to your door. Uh, here's the other thing, too. It's super cheap because when you go to Adam and Eve and you get your sex swing or your lingerie or whatever you may want, here's the thing. After you spend $59, you get free shipping. After you spend $17, you get a free gift. That's pretty awesome. And then here's the thing. That first item you put in your cart, when you enter the doors to check out, you get 25% off that. That's incredible. That's awesome value. And it gets you things that you're going to use in your sexy times with whoever your significant other or fling of the week is. So remember, guys, go to adamandeve.com today. Check them out. Buy something cool. and get sexy. She won't get married because she's never been in love. Andy's really hot. And don't get me wrong. You're cute, too. But Andy is like cut from Marvel. He's gorgeous. He's like this beautiful face and this incredible body, and I genuinely don't care that he's kind of lame. For a lot of people, love isn't just a slogan. And if he hits you again, you tell me. I'd be forced to knock his teeth out. I don't think that would be such a good idea. He's big. I'm sorry. It's written into my character to do it, so I do it. What do you mean love? You mean a big lightning bolt to the heart where you can't eat and you can't work and you just run off and get married and make babies wait 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 don't leave don't leave please i could use your help take this quarter go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face good day to you madam have you been single for far too long are you out of touch with the dating game regardless of your plight we're here to help Put your hands together for the crew of the Nerds in Love podcast. Go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Nerds in Love podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD, who you can find at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Good. Steph? how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. This is our second attempt at recording. Yay. <laughs> The audio levels were not in our favor the first no, time. No, it helps when I have the microphone near my face instead of near the monitor. That's always a good thing. Yeah, if there's one lesson you should all take away from this um, episode, aside from whatever dating advice we give, is that you should get really intimate with microphones. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast or episode. <laughs> if you know that would be great advice. If you're not going to get intimate with a partner, get intimate <laughs> with a mic at least. Make your own podcast. Get to know your microphone better. There you go. There you uh. go. I always remember in the early days of the podcast, I would always check our rankings on iTunes and Google Play services. And I always remember there was one podcast that was always like neck and neck with us. And it was literally a guy talking with his cat. Really? What podcast is that? Now I want to listen to that. I can't even. This was almost five years ago, four years ago. I remember it just, I was always like, man, I wonder if we beat the guy and his cat this week. (laughs) Did he do a voice for the cat? I think like was the cat answering back? No, he or... would like. Yeah, the cat would answer back. Like he would say, like, "Oh, uh, mittens, uh, <laughs> what, what were you up to today?" And the cat would just go like, meow, 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 meow. 
And there's literally like 20 minutes of that every episode. So, you know, if you like didn't beat that, you're like, oh man, we didn't beat the guy and the cat. Yeah, that if 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 I'm like if we're a year in we're we're still neck and neck with the guy and his cat, then I know we're we've got it's problems. So luckily we lapsed him a long time ago. Oh good. I just want to imagine him the cat had a falling out and he just couldn't do it anymore. Irreconcilable. Uh, maybe he'll write a, an email into us. <laughs> Signed <Dear> cat. <laughs> My cat doesn't want to podcast with me. Mittens and I have reached an impasse. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the weirdest email we've ever gotten. What? What is? What? Oh, that wouldn't be? We've oh, pretty... it... oh, really? Yeah, it wouldn't be the weirdest. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that, that would win, probably. Emails. Yeah. I know, my dog wasn't talking to you earlier, so, um, you know, I can kind of relate. She, she, we didn't go for a walk this morning and she's, she didn't, she refused to talk to me or accept my treats, but now she's coming around. So my professional advice is you, you let the relationship work itself. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I did. I was like, I'll let you have your space. And so I had two dogs in the, in the, in the home office. And then she was just like out hanging out in her bed. Like, you know, I'm not talking to you right now, but you know, we made up because now mm. she realizes that I'm giving her evening walk. So, so now yeah. I'm good. It's one of those relationships. It all has to come around eventually. <laughs> um, as a uh, quick reminder before we get into the emails, this podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment. So, you know, if you are in actual need of treatment, uh, definitely feel free to reach out to the appropriate parties. Uh, that being said, we're always going to do our best to help you. And out. cats, like actually, Jamie, cats and dogs. Says, There's a study showing if you have a cat or dog, you have much less loneliness. And you have lower blood pressure and a lower chance of having depression and anxiety. Speaking of pets. It's true. There's, st studies also show that if you have a cat, your place is 100% more likely to smell like cat poop. Well, dogs, your house smells like dog. So yeah. I was saying that dog's my favorite. Because yeah, we both have I had dogs, a cat, so, I remember huh? like the cat, like the cat always, like anytime I go to a place with someone who has a cat, like I could smell the cat. Like once I get in, it's just like, oh yeah, that's oh you that's have like extrasensory cat perception. See, I'm I'm really allergic, so. so when my throat starts closing, that's how I know there's a cat around. <laughs> like, like on a on a oh, plane. Oh yeah, that. there's a kitty and a carrier in front of me on a plane. I started like scratching and my throat started closing. And I said to the stewardess, I go, okay, this sounds really crazy, but there's got to be a cat here somewhere. And she's like, oh yeah, there's a cat on the seat. I'm like, I need to be moved as far away from the from the person as possible. And this is on asthma meds too, so. But um, yeah, so that's how Hopefully. I know a cat's around. <laughs> mm. So I'd rather have your your yeah. extra sense cat? cat perception. I do not have a cat, but I'm not allergic to dogs, so I have three of those. Mm. So anyways, if listeners, if you have a cat, let us know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll go through the podcast. You know, and I'm kind of wary of telling people because I'm always thinking like, oh, somebody's gonna find a way to torture me with a cat. I don't know why I even go there. <laughs> Like somebody's gonna find out my crypt. They'll just have you taped to a chair. Huh? They'll just have you, you know, taped to a chair, and they'll have a cat sitting across <laughs> from you, and they'll be like, "Tell us, tell us the secrets, or I else." I have no idea. We're I don't. Move the cat you know, it's like, why does my brain go there? <laughs> just because you know it's it's the easiest thing for somebody to <laughs> um, a cat. subject you to to, to torture. <laughs> Here's mittens. Like, should we try waterboarding? Should we try uh, electroshock therapy? It's like, no, no, no. Just try the cat. 
electroconvulsive therapy is very effective. I'll just throw that in there too. It's actually effective yeah. for depression. But anyway, so okay, onto the email. <laughs> Jamie's like, just answer my email, please. <laughs> Jamie says my cat and I are having issues. How on? That's actually not what no. Jamie said, but now Jamie probably is like, I should have brought that up. <laughs> An addendum to his email. And Jamie, if you have a cat, I apologize. I know. Cat people yeah. like Sorry to everyone who has cats, because A, you have a cat, and B, you have a cat. And people um, assume I, I don't like cats, and, and being allergic to cats and not liking them are two different things. Like, I actually like cats. So, um, yeah. So you know, cat people out there, I, I like your buddies. Um, I have family members with cats, because, because they don't want me to come over. <laughs> We had a very great intro with cats, everybody, but, you know, we're just going to get right into the emails. Probably had like 10 minutes of cat chat. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Sarkis. <laughs> Still. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie Sarkis. Yeah, just, to, just in case we missed it, Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, <laughs> PhD, StephanieSarkis.com, and that this podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment. And away we go. Uh. And Jamie, Jamie, I've already read your email, but basically Jamie wants to know when or if he should know if he's tired of dating or he, when he should take a break. Yeah, I had a roommate that spelled you were saying me that, this way, so it might be male or female. I'm not sure, but uh, we'll just go with you know whoever yeah. you are or how you identify. But um, yeah, I she or he was saying that um, you know my last day ended up walking out, even though the person was decent. I suppose I'm tired of dating. Guess I'm curious how to know when or if I'm tired of dating if I should take a break. Uh, yeah, the fact that you're saying you're tired of dating, I would take a break. Um, you know, there's no rules as to how long you should date or when to take breaks or how long. You could even you know, not date for a couple of years. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. So, yeah. uh, And usually people meet someone when they, when they aren't looking for someone. So, And I know we've talked mm -hmm. a lot on the podcast about getting involved in things that aren't dating, that you can meet people that you have things in common with, like volunteering in your community is a great way to do that, uh, joining a group. Um, I don't know, Kurt, would you say gaming is a way to meet people too? Uh, maybe not necessarily, okay. but it depends because like, there's groups that like you can play locally with people. Okay. So I had some friends actually met on a game, and then they... they uh, across the country for each other and got married. So, um, but I don't know how mm. common that is, but uh, yeah, Jamie, just take a break, jump back in when you feel like it. And my guess is you're going to meet somebody when you're not dating. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, it's always worth uh, remembering that like, you know, you you know best when you're getting exhausted mm -hmm. and you kind of in, indicated as much i mean if you're feeling tired and you're walking out you know maybe this person was you know a decent fit but you know if you're just not the right mind mind you know set to be dating then you know it's probably good to just take time to you know be comfortable with in your own skin and be happy with uh, yourself yeah. and just kind of go from and i there. think other tip offs that you're ready to stop dating for a little while or you, you get really cynical um, you attribute negative emotions to people when you meet them. You, you attribute um, you know, negative traits to people when you meet them when you haven't even really talked with them that much. Like, for instance, you go on a date with somebody yeah. and you're automatically like, well, this person looks like a jerk, you know, instead of, like, giving them a shot. Yeah. Um, and probably also, Jamie, yeah, if you walk out, it, walking out to me, it sounds like, like uh, the person was decent. You're just like, peace out, I'm leaving. So that's also a sign that you're probably ready to stop. Um, 
when you're just like, I can't sit through another date, even though I, this person's okay. Uh, that's another tip off for this time. The, the people get dating burnout. And I think especially with online yeah. dating, because you're, you're, um, you know, going through profiles of people and talking to multiple people and going out with people. Um, I, it's totally okay to take a break. Yeah. And if you find too, that like you've taken a break, you come back and you're still having these issues, maybe it might be worth, uh, you know, looking a bit more into, you know, getting some advice and some help on that. But I mean, give it a break first and see how you feel after a break and kind of go from there. Yeah. So enjoy your time not dating, Jamie. Uh, I mean, you, you can definitely have fun. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next, uh, or actually, did you want to sure. read Sam's email? So, nerds, I've got a second date set for later this week. And Sam says, woo, exclamation point. Uh, and our plan is to go out for dinner. I really like this one and don't want to F it up. That's actually what he writes. I like you, Sam. Um, so I was thinking of picking up a single yeah. red rose to bring with me to try and subtly make that clear to her question is do you think that's hokey or annoying to carry around all night we'll probably go for a walk after especially since they're both in a big city and use public transit for most trips sam sam i would say no on the rose um you know, second date meh. you know usually i'm kind of like do whatever you want but i would say second date now especially if she has to walk around with it it might be too much um also i i just prefer i don't i mean not that you're giving me flowers but i prefer to get a live plant because I garden rather than a cut plant. So, and plus also allergies, which we were talking about before the podcast, you know, we, we had her just, yeah. Um, yeah. So I would, I don't know. Um, it's something that I, I don't know if it's, it's time for that yet. And every relationship's different, but yeah, I would say no. And, and if, you know, buy dinner and hold her hand and when you're walking um, somewhere, you know, that's the way you could show uh, that you're interested or show affection um uh, but uh, you know maybe next time bring her flowers at her house and then she doesn't have to walk around with them yep but that is a sweet gesture uh, i just don't i just don't know if that's gonna be a good idea to do yeah yeah and i think the thing is too is you don't want the person to feel like over cumbered with things that they have to bring around with them and so if you bring a rose that person's gonna have to yeah bring it around the entire time right and it sounds like sam's meeting this person at a place and so that means he, you're bringing yeah okay yeah. so he's bringing it with him so yeah if you pick her up at her house you know then i would bring it maybe and again i mean i don't i don't know yeah, how you i mean how idea. would you like hey do you like flowers so i mean i don't, I don't know how you talk about that without making it sound yeah. awkward um but or you could send flowers to her work but then again it might that might not you might not appreciate that i don't know i would just wait a little while yeah maybe not when you get to the point where you pick mm -hmm. her up at her house yeah and the other thing to keep in mind too is like you know if you want to you know do something to kind of show um you know that you really care about this person a good thing too might be using that money towards maybe like an experience or something like, you know, maybe go bowling or something afterwards. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, something that, you know, you can enjoy together and it's not something that, you know, you're going to have to carry around or she's got to carry around something for the remainder of the day. Right. And again, even if you didn't live in a big city and use public transit, still second date flowers, probably a little early. Um, and again, everybody's different. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sam, I would just say, like, um, I know that you guys probably, you probably meet somewhere. When you go 
let's just bring some flowers. Do it then. Yeah. And good luck on your second date. Yeah. All right. Next email is from Neil. Nerds, I contacted this girl on OkCupid. She wanted to go on a date. Cut forward to the now, and we've been dating for around a month and a half. I thought it was time to get serious, and I told her I loved her. She didn't reciprocate and instead doesn't want to see me anymore. Did I mess this up? Should I pursue this or try to fix it, or should I let it go? Oh, Neil, Neil you got to let it go. You know, for whatever reason, she freaked out or she just wants to hang out. Um, if she said she doesn't want to see you, I would just take that as that's what she means. Um, and I know that we, when we hear that, we probably want to just kind of push more if we really like somebody. But it sounds like she's made it pretty clear um, that she's not interested for whatever reason. And you didn't do anything wrong by um, telling her that you... Uh, well, let me back up because now I'm tripping my words. Um, you didn't do anything wrong by saying that you loved her because you have a right to express your feelings. Uh, but it just sounds like for mm. whatever reason, that has probably nothing to do with you. We talk about how um, very rarely are things personal. Um, for whatever reason, she didn't reciprocate and has shut things down. And um, you didn't mess things up. It's just, you know, sometimes people act in certain ways that lets us know that, that they're not interested. And I'm sorry that happened to you. But, yeah, I would just let it go. And again, yeah. you have every right to express your emotions. So, and good for you that you're open about stuff. So, mm -hmm. exactly. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say that you know, had this person said that they were fine with you know maybe seeing you again some more and working towards that, that would be one thing. Um, that being said, you know they've they've clearly expressed that you know they don't want to see you anymore um that's that's very clearly kind of a sign that yeah it's time to move on uh, and that's unfortunate you know you put yourself out there and let your feelings be known and this person didn't you know feel the same uh but you know at the end of the day neil you know it, it's probably good for you that you know you know now know that this person didn't feel the same way about you and you know maybe the perhaps that would change the fact that you know they don't want to see you anymore probably tells me that you know maybe they didn't feel like that would change and maybe that's what you know caused them to realize that you know it was time to move on again i'm just speculating here yep. that might not that's, actually that's be a good case, reframe but... of it, is that maybe telling her that kind of let him know where he stood in the relationship so yeah so you, yeah. neil you you maybe you cut to the chase which is good you don't want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with you um so you know look at it as um that you got an answer when you may not have gotten an answer mm -hmm. so so no you didn't mess it up yeah you're brave yeah not everyone uh is able to do something like that right yeah a lot of people can't so, so. good for you man yeah all right next email is David. oh actually oh do you want to read sure. david's email uh, nurse, this girl from OKCupid and I are getting along quite well. She's asked if I want to go out sometime. I told her I think of something. Since we're both into music, I thought maybe we could go to a concert. Thing is, it'll be loud. And there's a lot of people there. I did something similar years ago, and the girl started talking to another guy and ignored me. Should I try again? Not sure if my previous encounter was more an issue with the girl or the concert. Thoughts, David. So, David, first, this is a completely different person uh, that probably was uh, really disheartening to you and rude. Uh, but again, this is not the same person. So you want to kind of go into this with a fresh view of that things are going to go well. Uh, since you both like music and you know, this is the first time going out, I would recommend a smaller venue 
uh, maybe um, a later show, mm -hmm. so you can go out to dinner first, or maybe uh, a band that has a, a shorter set, so you can have time afterwards to talk. Yeah. Uh, and you know, as we've talked before, Kings of Leon always works. So, yeah, <laughs> brought to you by Kings of Leon. Kakarong. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, and go back and listen to that podcast, the Kings of Leon podcast. So, uh, but yeah, it's you need some time to just talk. So again, you can enjoy music and still have that time. You just got to find a smaller venue. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the thing is too, is, you know, it really depends on how you, you manage your time with this person as well. Um, I mean, not to assume, but like when you're in a big kind of space like that, you know, people are going to be coming up and, you know, talking to people and, you know, it's always entirely likely that, um, somebody may come up and talk to the person that you're on a date with as well. Uh, it's not quite the one-to-one -one sort of experience you might get if you're at a restaurant or at a coffee shop. So you have to be prepared that, yeah, in large kind of social gatherings like that, that's entirely possible. So, um, you know, that's something that you should kind of prepare for as well. And, you know, if you're comfortable with a situation like that, then, yeah. Um, again, we don't know how this person would kind of be in a situation like that but i think what you can do personally is you know just work to ensure that you're doing your best to at least kind of prepare yourself for you know what happens if somebody comes up and talks to this person like are you going to keep your cool like are you you know are you kind of confident that you know this person's not just going to go run off with this other person like it's, it's kind of on you to also sort of manage the the situation as well and i think it's easy enough to do. It's just, you know, whether you think that it's something that you're comfortable with, if not, then, you know, it might be worth maybe doing something else. But also, but if you're, you know, confident, but that says a lot about your date too. If your date's paying more attention to someone else than to you. I mean, that's a, that's a big tip off. Oh, that, totally. So I would pay attention to, you know, cause yeah. dates are about not just you trying to impress them, but um, you're trying to see if this is a good fit for you. So if you're with someone and they start chatting with someone and you're like, Hey, I'm over here. Um, yeah. That's, you know, keep a little, you know, I call it collecting data, you know, just to keep that right, collect that data uh, that they paid attention to someone yeah. else. And then maybe someone that you decide that you just don't want to go out with. But yeah, I like your idea of just, you know, assess what you're going to do in that situation. Um, and it's, it's totally normal mm -hmm. on a date for people to say hi to someone and chat with them a little bit. But yeah, when they're taking up most of the time with that um, or avoiding talking with you by talking to someone else too, um, you know, that's, that's not a good sign. No. And, you know, the thing is, too, is, yeah, you're going to find out a lot about this person, too. Um, at the end of the day, I think it's a little bit of, yeah, you know, testing this person to see how they are, but also, you know, doing what you can do to manage the situation as well. Because, yeah, I, I've been in situations like that where it's been large kind of, you know, concerts for dates. And I, I you know, it's easy to kind of get into a situation like that and things to get maybe out of hand and it's not in your you know you know necessarily your fault or anything but it's it's good to just kind of keep these things in mind and sort of manage both your expectations and the just right. overall experience yeah. but it's all doable yeah, and david remember this is a different person than the person that ignored you at the concert yeah, yeah. You can just outright ask him, are you going to go off with some other guy at this date? Oh, yeah. That, that's, no, don't that do sounds that. totally stable and emotionally mature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't do, do that. that. <laughs> I was kidding. 
Don't bring your cat either. We were talking about cats in the second recording. Yeah, don't bring your cat. <laughs> yeah, cat chat. <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't even know who's reading this one. I think I'm this is Rachel. you. Yeah. Yeah. Nerds, I've been on a few dates with this guy. I started developing feelings for him, and I assumed he had some for me too was saying things that indicated as much. I asked if we were exclusive and he said, no, not sure how I feel about that. I feel so invested in this person and he doesn't feel the same for me. Rachel, this this is one of the hardest things I think to go through is that you thought it was something else and he doesn't reciprocate. Um, And that, that's just kind of sucks. So I'm sorry about that. sounds like you're just on two different paths Um, and pay attention to what people do, not what they say. So if he was saying like, Hey, the end of this and i want to spend more time together and you know but look at what he's doing uh and he's been pretty clear that you're not exclusive so um yeah it, one thing you want to consider if you're sleeping with him do you want to continue sleeping with him if he's not exclusive um that's one thing to really take a look at um if you continue to go out with him it yeah. may not change how he feels at all so uh you know just check and see are you emotionally okay with him still not being exclusive with you longer term uh and you know just try to detach Mm -hmm. um if you've decided this is just not the person for you um it's again it's that live and learn thing um and it it's you know i also you've been on a few dates with him you said that you feel so invested in him um there's a saying you know don't put all your eggs in one basket um and what that means is like if you've been on a few dates if you put all your emotional energy into someone you kind of have a bigger fall when things don't work out so i always recommend people kind of um you know, kind of, um, oh, what's the right word? Like metting out or um, kind of mediating. Like taper your expectations. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and you know, keep busy and keep interested in the things you're interested in and not put 100% into something if it's just been a few dates. Um, and yeah. Yeah, because that, that can spell heartache really quickly for people. So. Oh, totally. And yeah, you, you touched on it like perfectly. Uh, I think it's always hard when we're in relationships because it's so easy for one person to feel feelings that the other person Mm -hmm. doesn't quite reciprocate and there's a few different ways that that can be managed i mean there's obviously one is that you yeah taper your expectations um if you really like this person and they don't feel the same as you it's always good to sort of take what they're feeling and maybe you know just be patient uh, and it's fine to have those strong feelings for somebody and wait for them to reciprocate. Um, if you really care about this person, it might be. All right. Some technical difficulties. Cats are getting into the computers and making a muck of things. <laughs> um, but basically what I was saying is that like it, it it's, you've got to either be patient and wait for that person to get to the point where you're at the same place. Um, Or it's totally fine too, that if you guys are, if you don't think that this person's ever going to get to the same place as you, if you think that's going to be the case, then it might be worth for you to consider perhaps um, not so much like not seeing this person, but you might want to consider like, is this person ever going to be at the same place as you in terms of what you're looking for? Um, Cause you don't want to be waiting around forever for somebody to, you know, match where you're at in terms of, you know, emotional, uh, 
or um, you know like sort of physical attraction so if that person's not really meeting you where you want to be either and you don't think it's ever going to change i mean you might want to consider where you stand in that relationship as well yeah i know we said this before but we can't make people do anything or make people feel a certain way so again letting go of expectations And, and good for you for asking if you're exclusive. I mean, I don't know if maybe you're feeling like, I think it was uh, it was uh, Neil, because he said he loved someone and they didn't reciprocate. So you asked someone if, if you're yeah. exclusive and he said no, but good for you for clarifying that. Um, because, you know, it's been a few dates. Maybe, you know, it was time just to ask that. Again, if you're sleeping together, you may, discussion may come up sooner. Um, so, um, yeah, again, uh, good for you for asking. There's nothing wrong with you asking that. And again, you got your answer. So, um, you know, it's not, am- um, there's no ambiguity anymore. So, and again, you have the right to ask yeah. that. So. Mm-hmm. It's good in a lot of cases to ask that and to figure out where right. you're at. So good for you, Rachel. All right. Uh, did you want to read Jacob? Sure. Email? Jacob says, nerds, I'm a 24 year old male and I was really, girl I've been seeing for two months and now she won't talk to me I I had stress at home for my family and I took stress out on her and was rude and insulting and short-tempered with her on a few occasions she said she thought it was best that that we stayed close friends and eventually we discussed boundaries I apologized after some time had passed for the second time letting her know that I was really sorry and that wouldn't happen again she accepted and said she loved me well two weeks go by and we were both busy since we backed off and didn't see each other she said two Sundays ago she couldn't wait to see me again and we were working on where we'd go on a date on Monday and Tuesday, she was oddly quiet and acted like she didn't want to talk. Wednesday, one week ago, comes around and she blocked me on social media. I messaged her from my alternate Facebook and asked her what did I do wrong, and she blocked that account too. So I waited six days and texted her yesterday and apologized again with no response from her. I don't plan on messaging her again, but why would she act like she forgave me and just throw me out of her life so suddenly? Should I give up hope that on that text message back from her of her explaining, Jacob? Jacob, leave it alone. She's been very clear with you yeah. that she does not want contact. Uh, and for whatever reason, you may never know the reason. It's really hard to not know why um, someone did something like that and why they kind of basically, you know, ghosted you. So, and actually, Kurt, is that ghosting? If Would you consider this ghosting? I'm still learning the newfangled terms. That's ghosting, right? I, I don't think it's necessarily oh, ghosting. Okay. I mean, ghosting is kind of like... Like in this beginning? You know, you maybe go on a date. Ah, oh, okay. okay. I guess, I'm like, the idea is, like, ghosting is a little bit more, like, you don't really know why the person just decided not to contact you again. But I feel like in this case, we know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Jacob, like, it could be, I don't know, we could come up with millions of why, but, and again, maybe it's not personal. Um, or maybe, you know, this is time that you could use to kind of look at, um, you know, what happened between the two of you, maybe you get a better handle on your stress uh, in your next relationship. So doing some kind of uh, self-reflection, uh, you know, taking some time just to do some mm-hmm. self-improvement so the situation doesn't happen again. And it sounds like you may be blaming yourself. Um, I think we've all behaved in relationships in ways that we wish we hadn't. Um, and again, um, that's a common thread amongst people. So, um, you know, it's, you know, first, you know, you have to forgive yourself. Uh, and then again, you know, let's look at the anger you're having and, you know, what's a better way to deal with that? Because stress is going to happen no matter what, but it's how you react to it that makes a difference. So, again, this might just be a good time yeah. just to do some self-reflection. Totally. Um, 
I, I think, I mean, first off, I kind of take offense to the fact that you feel like because this person forgave you that they're entitled to, you know, message mm. you back. It's entirely possible that, you know, they forgave you, but they're not really wanting to take you back. I mean, forgiveness does not equate to acceptance. Um, this person may forgive you, but they may not necessarily want to date you again. They may have moved on. Uh, the other thing too is maybe if they felt very, maybe not, I don't want to say threatened, but maybe they felt very intimidated. They might have forgiven you to sort of alleviate themselves of a lot of that sort of tension. I don't want to assume that that was the case, but I mean, think of it this way. There's, you know, this person has forgiven you and they've put up the barriers that they don't want to speak with you again. You got to respect that. Uh, you're not going to get your answer. And I, you know, if you do, you know, that would be nice, obviously, but you're not going to likely get that answer. And I think it's best for you to just move on and, you know, see what else is out there. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's a, a good point. Yeah. That maybe, you know, she accepted and said she loved you. Well, also, she may have just kind of had some time to think about things and decide that this was not what she wanted to pursue. Because I was just rereading that you've been seeing her yeah. for two months and two months is a pretty short amount of time to have an issue like this come up. Um, so yeah. again, Jacob, that's something to really look at how you deal with stress and anger management, uh, and, you know, be better mm -hmm. for the ne your next relationship. Uh, and again, yeah, she's, you know, you yeah. talk about like, you guys talked about setting boundaries, um, or you discuss boundaries. She set a pretty clear boundary with you. So, um, yeah. it's time to move on. Totally. And I think it's important to bring up, too, okay. that we need to respect people's decisions even when we don't agree with them. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's the big gist of it, is that if somebody doesn't agree with us, we have to, you know, accept it for what it is and right. move and, on. And I think also we need it to... It, and it can be kind of scary to realize that someone could be really into you one day and say they don't want to be with you anymore. And that's, that's people. And I, I know it gets that really is, confusing. Yeah. I and mean, this isn't particularly Jacob, but I think when people... You know, things tend to be going pretty well, and then all of a sudden you get kind of blindsided by someone saying, hey, this isn't going to work out. You know, I think the first thing we do is figure out, you know, what happened? What did I do wrong? Um, and yeah, and again, people can just be kind of people are funny. You know, they can be really into something one day and not the <laughs> next day. And and I think that kind of yeah. ambiguity, I, you know, we as people don't like ambiguity. We like no sure someone's into us or not and we don't like when things change really yeah. fast so but again that's kind of the nature of dating and relationships too that's true um i think just in general though it, it's good to have a healthy respect mm -hmm. and a healthy distance from things and i i understand where it's so easy for us to get caught up in the stress or the sort of anxiety of a situation like this mm -hmm. but what a lot of people don't realize and even like even for myself this happens sometimes where you get sort of caught in this one-on-one -on -one and you sort of start to think like oh you, you get so caught up in the moment where you you forget to just distance yourself from things like that mm -hmm. and if anything jacob like this person you know kind of understood that maybe perhaps this wasn't uh, a back and forth that you know they wanted to be a part of, and they removed themselves, and that's actually a healthy thing. Like if mm -hmm. they, if if people don't want to be a part of 
situations like that, removing themselves from the equation is probably one of the best things they can do. And, you know, it, it hurts, obviously, when you're in a situation like this. But I think for, for you at the end of the day, you also have to recognize that, you know, this person's ultimately sort of decided that, you know, it's for them, like, it's best that, you know, they move on. And I think for you, it's probably a good sign that, yeah, it's a good time to move on as well. And I just read, Jacob, too, you say that you don't play a messenger again. It sounds like you're already not going to do you know to do um so sorry if i you yeah. know preemptively said that but yeah um, yeah but yeah it's i i think this is actually kind of maybe a gift she gave you so that you can start kind of working on yourself yeah uh and um yeah i mean stress happens to people all the time and sometimes we say stuff we wish and wouldn't have said or did and, but again you know it sounds like this is something that may have interrupted your relationship or ended it so that's something to really look at. Mm -hmm. And and again, you know, it takes two people to be in a relationship. But again, um, yeah, it sounds like you've identified, you know, that you took the stress out on her. Uh, and rude and insulting. Yeah. It's a, and short tempered. Yeah, that could. That can scare people. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, Jacob, it's just time to do some self-reflection. Totally. Okay. Cheryl. Last email is from Cheryl Nerds. I don't know why, but every time a guy makes himself available or shows a lot of interest, I lose attraction to him in relationships. I always lose attraction, but if the guy is aloof or a little standoffish to me, I'm crazy for him. Why is this and how do I fix it? Okay, Thanks. I made a bulleted list for you, Cheryl, of why you might be doing this. Oh, boy. <laughs> so first, do you like a challenge? It might be that you like a challenge. Mm -hmm. um, you think that if you work harder at something that he has more value. Because that's what we kind of think as people. That if we work harder for something that has more um, more kind of merit to it, I guess. Um, maybe self-esteem. You think that you, uh, if it's somebody nice that you don't think you worked hard enough to get someone to like you. Um, you Like you don't understand why someone would like you. Um, uh, strong and silent isn't always good um nice can be good um and i know people have told me well nice is boring yeah boring's fine like boring's good um yeah and you know it might be that as you get older that changes your feeling about wanting to seek people that are emotionally remote um so and it may be that that you don't want to be serious with someone yet so if you don't want to be serious with someone yet mm -hmm. being attracted to the guy that's aloof or a little standoffish maybe kind of more what you're into right too um, it kind of guarantees less emotional intimacy, possibly. Um, and I think this is a very common thing. I would say probably, I say most of the people that come in to see me that are dating um, or need um, guidance in finding someone that's right for them, they tend to um, come and tell me that that's the same thing that you're telling me, Cheryl, that they don't know why that it was a person and they just weren't attracted to them. And they why they go out with people that are you know quote unquote bad for them um and i hear this from both mm -hmm. genders um and i hear also from both genders um uh, where can i find nice girls or where can i find nice guys so it seems like everybody's kind of looking for something but they're always attracted to the the bad things so um you know this the aloof or a little standoffish can may seem kind of exciting to you um also look at your family relationships um uh, did you have a parent that was aloof or standoffish if you want to get Freudian about it um but you know why this happens is really an individual thing uh, but how do you fix it I think the fact that you identify that it's an issue is huge because a lot of people go through their whole lives mm -hmm. not realizing 
Um, you may even be doing this in, in your friendships. You may be having friendships where you're doing all the work and the other person's not. So, um, yep. so yeah, it's, how do you fix it? You just identify it, realize when you're doing, it, um, figure out, you know, again, is this because you're not interested in having something serious and this is a way to, you know, kind of, you know, avoid that. So, um, and also, you know, I'll throw yeah, out there sure. too, you know, counseling can help with this. Um, if you're having issues with emotional intimacy, uh, but again, you just may be at a stage where you're just not interested in, in being that emotionally intimate too. Yeah. You kind of, you touched on a lot of the points I was going to say. I mean, just generally it's like, well, you know, it's probably good to maybe just see if it's a one-off thing. But I mean, I would say that if you do feel like maybe it is, you know, something that's a little more consistent, maybe something that you want some help with, then yeah, counseling would probably be a good way of, you know, getting a more resolution for that in the long mm -hmm. run. Yeah. And, and counseling can help you kind but of get into say. the kind of stuff of like family issues that may have or anxiety. Yeah. Um, sometimes when people have social anxiety, they're attracted to people a little because they can don't have to have as much social contact. Um, so that could be something. Mm -hmm. And Cheryl, of course, we don't know you and know what um, issues you might have. But um, and again, it may just be that this is just something that you just find that personality type attract. Um, and again, you know, the strong and silent type or whatever uh, isn't always a, the best fit for someone. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's it. Okay. Good emails this week, everybody. Yeah. And, and always email us and let us know how things went so we can get that feedback. Great. Yeah. Definitely. And if you could leave us a review on iTunes as well or Google Play, it's always appreciated as yeah. well. Maybe you're one of those people that never actually emails in. Maybe you don't need advice. Maybe you just like to listen. Well, either way, you can leave us a, a review on iTunes. I I always get to see the reviews as they come in. So if you're wondering, hey, does, did I actually read this? Yes. Yeah, I read them too. So, yeah, do I do. I do. It's really good for there my self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if I'm having a rough day, I'm like, I'm going to read some podcast reviews. And I'm like, oh, yeah, life is good. There you so, go. But, oh, and then my website, stephaniesarkis.com. And you can rate me, too, if you want to. On Facebook yes. and Google and all the all the things, all the rating things. So Yeah. Give good reviews. Yeah. So I guess the summary of this is respect people's boundaries. Do a little self-reflection. Yes. And it's okay to express your feelings. Yeah. It is. Ta-da. Yay. <laughs> Good job, everybody. Good job, team. Yay. Yay, everybody. We did all right. Okay. Um, yeah, and um, we'll see you all next time. Sounds good. Bye, everybody. Bye for now.